This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. I am your newly married interim host, Sean Jordan. I'll be subbing in for the genius Ian Carmel this week, who is away on business in a country that rhymes with Broblivia. <laughs> on today's special episode, we are revisiting old fantasy drafts that we wish we were a part of. We've done it before. We're going to do it again. I will be drafting my picks from the video games draft. David will be selecting his picks for the replace a movie role with Nicolas Cage draft. So without any further ado, hit that theme music. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Goddamn Everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. The podcast that just got married That's and is done dating. Done <laughs> dating, dude. I'm thrilled no about more. it. Yeah. Yeah. Dad stepped out. He had to go to Schmishlivia for a while. I don't know exactly. He had, to, he had to go have drinks with Olivia. I didn't uh I didn't get to go on a honeymoon because Ian said he wanted to go to Groblivlia for a, a a different kind of honeymoon. So I don't know if he's harvesting, growing, smuggling. Uh, sneak. I don't know what's going on, but he's there uh, and he will return next week. And I can only hope that we do half the job that he normally does. How's that? Pretty good. That's good. Yeah, I think was you're right. it. I like it. I feel like I wouldn't say you do half the job. You just give a different flavor to it, a different energy. <laughs> it's something different. Sometimes you want green olives on the pizza. I'm, I'm not mad mm-hmm. at you. Oh, you don't like olives on your pizza, do you? Don't tell me that. I like good food, so yeah. Oh, yuck. <laughs> yuck. Man, Adam, shout out, Adam. But he ripped me up in his toast. He, he there was a lot me. of rip there was a lot of rip ups. You're getting, oh, yeah, you're getting ripped. Do, uh, a little quick overview of the wedding since uh, I'm sure listeners want to hear. Wedding was fantastic. We'll talk more about it when, when Ian's yeah. here, obviously. But yeah, let's not get too too into it. Yeah. Ian Ian did an amazing job. Uh, amazing job. amazing job officiating it. i don't think i will see a better wedding officiator than him he was, was like the best person for the job also your mom killed it laura killed it we pretty much all held it together laura torched me with the vows torched she, me. yeah can i say the one line that was really beautiful <laughs> yeah she was just talking about how much she loves sean and how much he is a he, his gratitude spills out over him, and it's not an act. He's just truly grateful for all these things in life. And the main, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, he's just so great, grateful for even the smallest things." Like, whoa, this mall has an outdoor escalator, dope. And then she said, and then she says, "Seahorses are real, dope." And that was man, that was a good. That was a good ass burn. She told me those are all things I said. I, I remember the seahorses one, but I don't remember saying the. I mean, of course I, 
sounds dope. Both those things. Because the other yeah. one was a free free bag of hot hot Fritos or something. With <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, dope. <laughs> like, all those things are dope. Um, but we all, everyone, everyone held it together. Ian didn't really cry. Uh, and then Adam got up, ripped me up when he was doing the toast. Not too bad though. It, no, was, it was pretty fine. sweet. It was amazing. I love him. He was I'm, choking. You, you were. I saw you do go a few times to like the focus <laughs> yeah, face yeah. to not cry. <laughs> Like a few times I saw you like put it out like where you were just like deboated out and there's I was, pictures of me talking to Laura where I got my hand I'm talking to her like Barack Obama or something like I just <laughs> I'm pointing and well because you were like <laughs> I I mean it <laughs> I want you to know I mean this yeah you really held it in you were strong you held like you held it in way longer than any of us ex- yeah. expected you yeah well the, oh, we were all betting five minutes in. Yeah. I only did it because I wanted people to hear what I had to say about her. And it was very important to me that they heard what I had to say and not have to, <gasps> like, yeah. you know, I'm not, there's nothing wrong if you're blubbering, crying, but I'm just, I, I wanted people to know that I was serious and I love her and I'm, you know, it was exciting. And then, yeah, I lost it when I danced with my mom. That was the, yeah, that was I think everybody I, lost yeah, it. Everyone did. That was like, <laughs> that was not a dry, that's when I lost it. Yeah. It's just that, like, it was just so sweet, and she was like singing the song. It, yeah. I don't really want to bring it up because I don't want to cry on the podcast. But it was, uh, it was. She good. used to sing it to me when I was going to bed. When we were shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think about it, man. You know, like coming up, single mom. I'm just want to make you cry, but like she'd she'd like tickle my back when I like when I was having night terrors and stuff, and sing me that song and give me, you know, it was it's like magical. And you know, what's funny <sighs> is I didn't know what song to pick. And then that popped into my head. I was like, why wasn't that? Why wasn't I thinking about that the whole time? But I only picked that song. You like, tell the listeners what it was. <laughs> Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Uh, the um, And I forget the guy's name. By the giant the, Hawaiian man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, it was a magical wedding. I'm, I'm never been, I've never felt so special in my whole life. I didn't know I could feel that special. It was great. Everybody was dressed great. That dude. Max looked great. Fun being an adult with a couple bucks. You Fucking Kyle Kinane was out here shitting on these hoes. Oh yeah. Kyle, he goes. He goes. I got one. I look. did not see that coming, man. He goes. I either got pants and a sweater or this look, and it's like I either go kind of or I go all the way to the other side. My man had rings <laughs> with the S. Also, speaking of Maxine at dinner, I saw her uh, on the ground. I took a video of this too, and she was basically doing the splits. And I'm like, oh, I see where she got that from. Yeah, I saw that. She looks so much. I mean, she looks like both of you, but she does look so much like you. It's crazy. It's wild. I didn't, you know, maybe I don't, you can't see it when it's you, but I don't. If I look at pictures, I see it, but I I can't look at her. I don't see me. So I see it. I see it in the room. If it was a looper situation, I'd be like, I don't know who that is. You know, I don't know. Super well-behaved baby, too. So cute during the ceremony. Hit all her cues. Yeah, nailed it. Same with the Bubble Boys. Oh, the Bubble Boys were great. <laughs> yeah, Oscar and Finn iced it out. It was, I got I got no complaints, man. Uh, there was a little tiny audio hiccup, which added a little charm to the that beginning cute, of the ceremony. Though. It was kind of cute. Ian ran it back. Yeah, man. It, I'll tell you, it was nice that it was, that's when you want someone like him up there. Because some people, like a, some people would get flustered and they wouldn't know what to do. But Ian's just like, let's do the whole thing. You know, it was yeah. top notch, man. Top notch. Also, the older I get, the more you realize and appreciate nobody got like tossed. Yeah. Well, that's man. how it was at Sophie and Mel's wedding in Denver, too, where it was like people were partying, but nobody got like 
Yeah. Drunk. Like it's Nobody like he was barfing and saying crazy stuff. Yeah. For the reception and for the wedding. Don't get talk- like get your buzz on. Have some fun. I was making a lot of butt jokes with Kyle, but like nobody was like that. It was nice. It was just nice. Nobody was sure. like popped. And then you take it to a to another location if you want to get. Then you take it to the pool at the Best Western. <laughs> Were they ready for it? Where I do my best work. Were they ready for it? Were they feeling it? They didn't. At the Best the, Western? <laughs> the guy Taylor really didn't seem to mind because we were pretty openly drinking in there and he didn't yeah. say anything. I mean, it's still like a cowboy town, Sandy is, so uh, I bet they get that. I heard uh, Mike was dumping drinks in what he thought was like a, a receptacle, like a bin, but turns out he was like the used towel bin and he had just been dumping drinks in there like the entire night. You know, I, you know, I bet you it was so full of funny. used towels and he just didn't. Man, that guy. That's so funny. Only one person can wear a bandana to a wedding and look good and it is, his name is Mike Malloy. A bandana, a fanny pack. <laughs> And and sneakers. I don't know if he was dressed casual or nice. He had more casual accessories than he had nice accessories. But he still looked nice. He looked. He did. Everybody it was insane. Mm-hmm. Everybody was an animal, though. Me, we definitely we were filling up pocket flasks in the car before. Dude, uh, my Stacy like, Adams. What about ooh, those Stacy Adams? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh my god, those were gorgeous. You're gonna have to get those out again. You can't just let that. Yeah die with the wedding yeah i think those are gonna make i think those are coming to ian's wedding it's oh are you kidding it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna have to it's gonna have to yeah man i was i went to the dry cleaner i've never been to a dry cleaner in my life took the suit in day after the wedding like yeah boy keeping this clean <laughs> wait okay because i have to go to the dry cleaner as well to uh to clean my dress your dress by the way everybody told me you weren't there for any of this but everybody last night laura's whole family they're just like marissa's dress was on point <laughs> Also, oh pockets? I, Come on, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, I had pockets too. I could not be more pleased because you know, I heard that this would take place on a campground. And I figured it'd be muddy. So I brought my Doc Martens and I'm like worried that like, oh, I guess, you know, they're not dress shoes, but it's probably good for the campgrounds. And I could not be more happier with my choice because, yeah, it was muddy. And it was nice to have the confidence of like, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about getting these shoes dirty because like that this is what they're designed for. I had like it gave me such a confidence in my step where I'm just like walking through mud, walking through puddles. It was all good. Um, someone described me as because I had this like pink like poofy dress on and then black doc martens and i think he was uh mike's fiance liz who said i look like sally from greece at the start and the end of the movie <laughs> where she's like half prep half punk girl or sandy, uh, sandy from greece sandy, sandy yeah, yeah, sorry. talk about olivia newton john yeah and i'm like oh that's the nicest compliment ever um but it was so oh the campground was so beautiful it was so nice like at the end of the night i was just like roaming alone like the forest at night i felt like a little princess walking through an enchanted forest it's <laughs> nice when it. you got the whole campground to yourself because you don't have to worry about shit you know it's like yeah everybody there was cool and um, also i was on mushrooms a little bit and so everything was just slightly more magical i had a few people come up and touch my back in the way where i'm like you're on some drugs aren't you <laughs> like a few people with that real oh, soft really? caress on my back yeah oh. you know what do you do of course no uh, it, it really didn't seem bad though no yeah. no it didn't it seemed every because everyone was like 40 i mean <laughs> it's ain't it's not a 25 year old wedding in brandon south right. dakota this is a bunch of 40 right. year olds you know um yeah it was and the weather the last thing i'll say the weather had been dumping rain for yeah. weeks and then on the i swear to god on the way there it was pouring and two hours before the ceremony that uh, seriously the clouds went away they they didn't they were gone 
all day. Yeah, it smelled so good. It, it smelled great out. I was shocked. Zach got to play soccer. It sounds hokey, but those are the those are the things that make me believe in something, like a like a god or something. Because I'm like, this is just too lucky for this to. I don't know. It just seems like somebody stepped in and like, all right, let's get the clouds out of there for a few hours. Yeah, let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah. Oh, right. So back to the dry cleaner. So yeah, I have to get my dress dry clean, and I've never been to the dry cleaners before. Could you walk me through what that's like? You I just, just go in, in and give. It is, I'll tell you what it's like, business. They're like, are these business or pleasure stains? And you wink and then you give them the thing and <laughs> they tell you when to pick it up. They were, he just ripped my suit out of the thing. I brought it in all nice on the hanger and he just crumpled it up and threw it. And I'm like, well. Oh. Do you have to show them like the stains or like they, they, they know what to do? How do they clean it? If there's a stain or whatever, you tell them. But mine was just like, you know, I go, this is funny. I was like, it's muddier on the bottom. So is the dress. And he goes, always muddy on the bottom. <laughs> I was like, all right, dog. I got it. <laughs> also, people whoa, get their dude. dresses dirty. Yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty uh, business about it. He goes, "Bottoms always dirty." <laughs> like, all right, all right. And how long does it take to clean usually? Three days. I got to pick it up in two days, so three days probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. Also, I don't know if you guys played my song. I think we did. What was it? Zoom by Lil Boosie. I tried. I put this. The playlist was seventy songs, so I tried. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, right, dude. Well, you know I like Lil Boosie. Like, I know. I know how much I had to like him. narrow it down for the songs that I wanted. It. He's you like, I celebrate the man's entire catalog. You know how it goes. Um, <sighs> now, not only we're not just gathered here to talk about dry cleaning and how dope Marissa's dress was and how I didn't cry when all my friends thought I would cry because I'm I mean, you did cry. <laughs> I did well, it's cry. Not, it's not like you didn't cry. There was you one cried. pretty hard voice crack in there where I was very serious and I just had to gloss over it. I felt like Adam was the one who got you big time too. Yeah. Yes, Adam's a man. Uh, but we are gathered here to fantasy draft uh, a couple old drafts. We're going to revisit them that we were not on. Uh, I was looking back. Man, there's it's fun to go look back at all these old ones. I... You know, I never just go back and look. But I'm going to draft uh, from the video games draft that Kumail and Funch were on back in the day. And then David that, is going to... What? That's like early. That's was before like me or you were ever on. It was episode 10, and it was released November 17th, 2017. Yeah. Were you then, with us then, Marissa? No, this is, this is BM before Marissa. Didn't we have a guy, his name was like Jake or something? Sometimes. I don't know. Like I, I can't Jared? remember. I feel like there was a Danny in there. There might have been a Danny. There was David, a dude. David wasn't actually on the uh, the replace a movie role with Nicolas Cage draft. So David's going to do that. Now, the picks for those that have already been chosen <clears throat> for the video game one, I went today and I really, they only took a couple that I was going to take. But Ian picked Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. Great pick. GoldenEye 007. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, NBA 2K17, and Rock Band. Yeah. Honestly, very, very solid picks. Those yeah. are like, oh, the rock band pick is something I wouldn't have thought of, but iconic pick. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Absolutely. Funches, yeah, uh, Super Mario 3, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Red Dragon, Red Dead Redemption, Uncharted 2, and Ninja Gaiden. Uh, Kumail, Street Fighter 2, which that really, that was obviously what I was going to pick. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Resident Evil, Skyrim, and Mass Effect 2. And then the the movie rolls with Nicolas Cage. I forgot about these. Oh, and then wait, sorry. Fun fact: um, based off the Twitter poll, listeners voted that Camille won that draft. He did. And just to check, was that buff Camille or pre? Way pre buff. Pre buff. Pre buff. Camille. This is 2017. Way pre buffed. Oh. Yeah. This is nerdy. You know. K 
comedian Camille. Now, the Nicolas Cage draft. His jaw got muscles. Yeah. <laughs> we got so silly because I was uh, I was trying to be serious, and then Harper immediately made it funny. So it ended up being a lot different than I thought. But I went first, and I picked, I went silly too. I mean, you'll hear. Well, good. I picked uh, Ellis from Die Hard as Nicolas Cage, and then I picked him as the tornado in Twister, and then uh, Honey Bunny in Pulp Fiction. Randy Quaid character in Independence Day and then Beetlejuice in Beetlejuice. And then Harper picked Nicolas Cage as the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Kevin from so Home good. Alone 2. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Elizabeth Berkley in Showgirls. And Roger Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Sharpie went third. He picked Kevin Spacey's character from American Beauty. The Baby from Baby's Day Out. William Foster in Falling Down, which would be amazing, by the way. Uh, Kathy Bates in Misery. That was my first pick. Really? Like the first thing that popped into my head. And then was he that. picked uh, Jim Carrey's guy in Liar Liar. And then Ian went last. He picked John Travolta in Face Off. Uh, so it would have been Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage. He picked the octopus uh, in My Octopus Teacher, Sean Bean in Goldeneye, uh, Michael Caine in The Muppet Christmas Carol, and Drexel Spivey in True Romance, which that would also be good too if, if it wasn't Gary Oldman, if it was Nick Cage. Um, yeah. Gary Oldman did amazing. So. Uh, yeah, so those are the previous picks, and David and I are going to go through and just, uh, you know, we didn't want you to go unepisoded this week, so we're just going to give you our choices. Sorry, I pulled up the Kumail Buff picture just because we were talking about it. Jesus Christ! Well, you saw the pictures he did where he, like, he made himself Wolverine, he made himself John McClane, like all the... It looks like he has extra abs, like other abs that we don't have. Oh, yeah. He looks wow. amazing. That's shocking. His arms but, look like a dick. Yeah. Oh, they're so veiny. You talking about the veins? Yeah. Vascular. Yeah, very, is that the very term? vascular. Yeah. Um, so we don't, you know, we can play rock, paper, scissors, but we're doing completely. I don't think it drafts, matters that much. So. I don't think it matters that much. Uh, you you know want to go first? You want me to go first? Marissa. Come on, baby. Who's going first? Me or David? Hmm. Um, I like video games, so I want to hear the video games draft okay. first. So, Sean. Uh, now, normally it's a serpentine draft, but there's not technically there is a way to do a serpentine draft with two people but it's just it doesn't really the snake doesn't really slither too much when it's a two person so nah. we can still do it that way um but it really is just like boom 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 so it's like that it's really it's a real toned down version of a serpentine draft um so yeah we will uh I'm excited for the draft, and we will get to our first picks get it. shortly after get it. this commercial break. Get it! Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Now, it's allergy season. I'm not surprising anybody by saying that. And your boy gets hit extremely hard when it comes to the allergies. I get stuffy nose. Feels like I got two blocks of cheese hanging out under my eyes. And then if I try to blow my nose, it just feels like I backed it all up into my brain. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better, which is key. I try to like blow my nose before I go to bed at night, and it just feels like I, I got a, like a bunch of five o'clock traffic sitting in my brain. There's, there's like no way out. And with Claritin D, it just helps everything. It helps grease the wheels, helps loosen everything up so I can get it out. I can sleep well. I don't have a raspy voice all the time. It's just a very beneficial thing, especially if you use your voice for anything like talking or eating, or if you want to use your head for thinking, anything like that. 
Claritin-D has got you. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It is time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And we're back, everybody. Oh That's man, right. I don't I don't like that. I, I wish you had done that. What do you it. want me to do? All right. I was do it again. so I was so hyped up. I felt so big. And we're back, everybody. We're back. We're here. We're back. We're about to make the picks with the first pick of the uh, video games slash movie roles you would replace with Nicolas Cage draft. It is me, Mr. Mr. Sean Jordan. I'm a Mr. now. Uh, and I'm going to pick my favorite video game of all you, time. You were always a Mr. You know what? No, I, you can have it. I used to you be Mr. Sean. Yeah, don't don't shit on my face on my day. He was a Miz. <laughs> <laughs> you mean my taekwondo jacket with a giant open mouth tiger on the back that said Mr. Sean and cursive on the front left breast? And you wonder why I got picked on from time to time. That's a cool jacket, though. And I yeah, say that cool. as a guy who wanted to bully you. Hey, uh, hey, Dork, why does it say Mr. Sean on your tiger jacket? Eat this dog poop. <laughs> Best video game of all time, Dr. Mario. It has to go first. That's what I would have picked wow. no matter what. Uh, it's my favorite video game, and I get to tell this fun little story about Dr. Mario. So in the King of Kong, you watch King of Kong, they show like Twin Galaxies website. So years ago, I looked up the, the world record for Dr. Mario, and I sat one night in my house, and I beat it. I just didn't film it, but I yeah, beat the world record. Yeah, that's what we've record. all heard. We've all heard she you She lives say that. in Germany. She's a oh, model, yeah, David. Okay, she sure goes, I know. She yeah. goes to a different high school. There's no way you'd ever cross paths. I beat the I beat the world record. Just no one happened to see. Dude, my dad <laughs> lets me drive. He's got like 10 cars. He lets me drive them all the time. He just lives in Dubuque, so oh, you're yeah, never going to see it. I've had sex before. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's... Yeah, Do you know no, what she, sex is? Because I've had it. Yeah, she gave me a tug job. It's just, it was like at at the other the away game so there's no way you guys would have known i think a tug of a job. tug job is an away game in general 
Marissa's face just got real bummed out. Marissa's not dark on this episode, so I got to see her face when I said tug job. And uh, <laughs> I don't like hearing tug job. I don't like that word. Didn't like it one bit. Um, so I emailed the guy and I asked what you have to do to get the record. And he said at the time, you had to record it on VHS with no more than like a minute break here and there. And it took me like five and a half hours to beat it. So I never recorded it. But at one point, I did beat the world record. I just, it's not documented because she lives in Germany. Um, so yeah. Have you ever played Dr. Mario, David? No, but there's a thing we say on the internet, picks or it didn't happen. Oh, um, I, you know. I mean, I could say a lot of things. I can say all kinds of shit. <laughs> we used to play that two truths in a, or what is it? Two truths, two truths and, a lie. and a lie. It's like an icebreaker at work. Like when you work at a call center, that's like day one. Um, and my two truths and a lie, I, I, I've done this like four or five times, but they were always like, I would say at one point I held the world record for Dr. Mario. I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, and I'm a blood relative of Joe Montana. <laughs> Which and one is the Joe Montana thing? The Joe Montana is the lie, but nobody ever picked that because it. when you say blood relative, it makes people think like, okay, maybe he's like a cousin of a cousin of a cousin of a cousin of Joe Montana. Right. And also Joe Montana is like just the cusp of maybe too famous to be related to and not talk about, you know? You, you so. see, you're too nice to... You, I don't want anybody at work to talk to me. I would be like... <laughs> well, you have to do it. It's. <laughs> I currently live in a halfway house. I've been sober 23 hours off of crystal meth, and I'm dro I drove a stolen vehicle here. Yeah. I have a knife. I have a gun. I'm suicidal. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so tight. I want to die. I have a knife. I have a gun. <laughs> Save me. I Which one help. of those is a lie? Because <laughs> if you don't want to die, but if you don't want to die, but you have a knife and a gun, then you're a bummer. And if you do want to die and you have one or the other, then it's also a bummer. All of those things, if I heard, would make me want to go back to work. <laughs> oh man, I used to get so when they'd make us play these games. I'm like, hey, 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 we're here for a paycheck. Start teaching me the system. I don't yeah. want to be friends with any of these people. That's Start how teaching was, me how to run cafe or whatever at the system. I was talking called. to somebody about that the other day. I never was friends with anybody at work before. You got to do it. I mean, Ever. you know, I would, I wouldn't like, you know, but yeah, people that always invite me to tailgaters or it was either that or gators, but it's this bar and tiger. And I'm like, I'm never going to gators with you after work on a Friday. I'm never going to do that. It's never going to happen. I've always had my own friends, dude. I, at HSBC in back in Sioux Falls, we had a, we used to kick it constantly. Cause that's like where I met my boy Kirschman, who I'm still friends with. And like every Thursday we'd go to his house and have a house party after our work week. It was like waiting kind of remember that movie where they'd get off and go have the parties at, at like the, the one house every shift. Yeah. We would always do that at Kirschman's house. He had a tiny little pool table, like a real tiny one, but you could still stand up and play pool on it. And, yeah, I remember those non-regulation yeah. pool tables. Yeah, that you could fit in like a rented basement with a washer and dryer and like 50 people. And boy, did we do some Jaeger bumps. You want to talk about when did I do Jaeger bumps? <laughs> I mean, Christmas parties. <laughs> also within the last six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dr. Mario is my first pick. David, time for your first pick in the movie roles to be replaced with Nicolas Cage draft. Uh, I want him to play Jackie Chan in Rush Hour. Whoa. <laughs> There's no that be, bad answer. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it would be great. And he's still opposite Christopher Tucker, right? Yeah. And yeah. they still have the don't ever touch a black man's radio thing. It's oh. just 
Way different. <laughs> but he's saying it all in the Nicolas Cage. Good God, you all. <laughs> Don't so nobody funny. understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. And he's like, everybody understands these words. <laughs> everybody knows what I'm saying except for you, Chris. And then he would be doing a bunch of karate. I haven't seen Rush Hour in a long time. Can you Do remind me? a favor, brother. What is, what happens in Rush Hour? So, Can you remind me? So the little girl, the daughter of the consulate, gets kidnapped, and Detective Lee comes over to help with the investigation, but the FBI doesn't want him, so they char- they they make uh, Chris Tucker, they like bump him up to the FBI, and they're like, you have to babysit Lee while we solve the case, uh-huh. and then Tucker and Lee solve the case. Right, and so they don't have a lot of faith in Lee, why? Because he's just Chinese. They're like, just, they're just like, get out of here. This is an FBI thing. We don't even want to deal with you. Because, like, because he's an amazing detective and amazing at everything, right? And the consulate was like, I'll call my best man from Hong Kong. And they're like, sure. And then he's, (laughs) then, you know, it's great. Tight. Yeah. Also, yeah, like, take a stab at it. What year did Rush Hour come out? Or did you look already? I didn't look. I'd say 90. How deep is your love? That song came out when I was in sixth grade. I'd say 99. 99? Yeah, that sounds sounds about right. I'm going to try to look it up, but my internet's going terrible. Um, but yeah, did you like it right away? Fuck yeah, dude. That was one of those songs that was, that was one of those things. That was one of those movies where the soundtrack was like pushed almost harder than the movie. Because <laughs> if you recall that song, Can I Get a, the first appearance of one uh-huh. young Ja Rule. Yeah. Was on the Rush Hour soundtrack. Was Drew Hill on there too? Or yeah, like, How uh, Deep Is Your Love For Me? How okay, Deep Is Your yeah. Love For Me? Yep. Tell me what it's gonna be. And he's like speaking Spanish. Hey, mommy, you know that I like it when you Can call I me, puppy. That song, because that was almost my introduction to Jay-Z. Was that almost? Cause oh, really? I was in. I didn't I know about Jay-Z like back in the day. I didn't. I, it, I, he you needed to get a big like, pimpin'? I didn't like big. You know what? You want to? You know this? I still don't like that song. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. Isn't that weird? It just never that. worked for me. And I like Jay Z now. I didn't used to, but not even Pimp C. Well, Pimp C is oh, always Pimp and Bun are amazing cup, in that song. I just book. don't love the beat of Big Pimpin'. I don't know why. It just. I guess just, I get it. I like Timberland a lot. It's a little but... too busy for me. I mean, I love. Timberland, but it's just that one specific song is just there's too much going on, and I, I don't know. I just you know, Pimp C refused to go to the Dominican Republic to film the video. That's why he's just like at a house in Texas. Pimp C really, really <laughs> did what Pimp did C did not want to like do the song. I know, I know. Didn't there's there's like a YouTube oh, video somewhere. Shit, there's also a YouTube. I talk, I meant to text you this last night. I'm sorry, we're doing this in real life. There's a documentary on Hulu about the intersection of the 80s and 90s and skateboarding and hip-hop. Yeah, All the Streets Are Silent. Yeah, have you already watched it? I watched it the day, so yeah. It, okay. And thank you for okay, thinking okay. of me, but I yeah, rented I, it the I, day I, it came out because it's like... It's I immediately pretty much, was like, oh shit, Sean, this is like... I watched it like 11 last night. It's pretty much kids, but a documentary is what yeah, it is. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. It's just kids without the HIV and, and it's a documentary, but it's Mad all about... Flavor. All about like the that I forget the radio station. If you Stretch and Bobito. Yes. If you're into hip hop at all, at all, watch that documentary because everybody likes skateboarding. Say what you want, but skateboarding's just cool. It just is. Everybody <laughs> likes it. We can stop that right there. So yes, definitely watch that. 
I don't. Um, I didn't. I never knew New York was cool. I only knew it as like some shit. Like you could buy a New York hoodie at Target, and some dude who would sell you like mid-level weed was yeah. wearing it. You know what I mean? New York for so they started off real low key, like obviously, like a like all those New York streetwear brands, and they could. There was a window where it seemed like New York was going to be kind of like Supreme before Supreme, but then something happened and it just didn't work. And now New York is like. It's still it's still fashionable, but it's not anywhere near. It is like you get it at like PacSun and shit like that. But for a second, it looked like they were going to almost go to where Supreme did, I think. Um, anyway, so Rush Hour, Nicolas Cage, the Jackie. Oh, I got to write these down, don't I? Uh, Rush Hour, the Nicolas Cage uh, or the Jackie Chan character would be Nicolas Cage. And yeah. uh, your second pick. My second pick, I'm going to the hit movie that I've referenced on this Podcast so many times. I think that the movie Blue Chips, it would be great if Nicolas Cage was Coach Pete Bell. If he took <laughs> Nick Nolte's spot. Just yelling about basketball, kick, kicking basketballs into the stands, cursing all the time. Absolutely. He could, dude, he would. Because some of these, they seem like jokes. But that, he would be fantastic in. That Anything role. where his eyes get to go deranged, I feel like is the like the thing really... about Nicolas Cage is people like they uh he's they they talk like he's such a joke, but he's also a very good actor when he needs to be. He can be very serious. Which movies he's, are you talking about when he needs to be? Just all of, he just a good actor. Like I'm um like Family Man? Yeah, Family Man, the Weatherman, he's fantastic in the Weatherman adaptation, he's fantastic in um he can be serious, like leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas is weird because he's, he, it's funny, but it's not funny. He's killing himself with alcohol, and he's very good at the role. But you he can be crazy very serious. Is, I've never seen that. I've never seen. Oh Las man, Vegas. my dad made me, dude. My dad sat me down and made me watch it when I was a kid, and he was like, he always used to tell me. But when I was a eleven, twelve, he's like, "You're an alcoholic. You can't control it. You have a disease." He would pound that into my head. And he made me watch Leaving Las Vegas, and he was like, this is what you could become if you don't, you know, control yourself and da-da-da. It was a really weird move on his yeah. part. But After um, hearing that story on the podcast, I watched it the next day to see what he was about. And yeah, pretty dark. <laughs> Very dark. When he's just going down, like, straight arm in the liquor aisle, but he's in such a good mood. When he's just picking, it's Lonely Teardrops by, I think Huey Lewis covered it in the movie, but uh, anyway, anyway. Um, Nicholas Cage is a fantastic, fantastic actor in general, and I feel like people gloss over that too much. That's all I needed to say. What was the movie again? Uh, Blue Chips. Nick oh, yeah, Blue Chips. Pete, Coach Pete Bell. Yeah. When was the last time you saw Blue Chips? Six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rarely ever six weeks away from having just seen Blue Chips. <laughs> One day, I know I've told it before, but we uh, we just went out. So Ian and I went out we like got wings or something and we stopped by plaid and got some sodas and we sat down and he just looked at me and he goes blue chips I go yeah and then we, <laughs> we really didn't even say more than that and he put blue chips on we watched the whole thing and then it was like all right let's go do some stand-up <laughs> it's a really good movie yeah it is it is like, a fantastic movie as far as movies starring athletes it's top top tier um yeah no I'm with you Shaq does a good job too oh yeah um all right, well, that was fantastic. Uh, Blue Chips, Coach Pete Bell will be played by Nicolas Cage. And now it is time for my second and third picks. As it is. As well, it is, is it? you know, still a serpentine draft. So my second pick 
Um, I know that somebody picked Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and there's not. <laughs> there, I know there's not really you a way. Motherfucker. Well, there's not, you know. But I have to pick Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. There are some better things about it. It's not the original. It's not nearly as good as the original. But it's just because it wasn't the first. But that doesn't make it like not good, you know. But so they added Tony the Hawk, manual. They did. They added the manual and blunt slides, so you could do blunts and you could do nose slides and tail slides. So it made it so you could you could do tricks. Because my whole thing with Tony Hawk, I always wanted to do tricks that you would actually do. I, I did the tricks to get the scores and stuff, but it was so much more fun to go do like a kickflip tail slide and then just on a ledge. Because that also, they put a bunch more like schoolyards in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And they also put uh, Public Enemy in there. That song, um, was it Bring the Noise? Is that it? Face, how low can you go? That's what You're I think incredible. of. So like, everybody thinks of Superman when they think of Tony Hawk 1. When I think of Tony Hawk 2, I think of bass. <laughs> How low can you go? Chuck yeah. D just, when I'm skating through Versailles. Well, and yeah, they had like, anime number one. yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was a little bit better than the original just because the graphics were better and all that. Obviously, the first is always the best, but I couldn't pick it because I want to do honor to the drafting process. And it's been taken. So, uh, yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. That, that was the one where the demo came out before... You know, you had the demo disc with that one level. You got you it pizza. Like, yeah, you could do like minute long runs. Oh, fucking yeah. sick. I played I that it. shit. Ow. I haven't played the Tony Hawk games, but one kind of like, I'm not what? really a social bit, but one thing that I like that came out of that game series is just like when a song comes on at a bar and a guy will point out like, hey, this the song was in the soundtrack to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. <laughs> and like guys will just sort of like bond over that fact, like just pointing out songs that were in the soundtrack to that game series. It's very cute. My kind of guys. We all, we all, that shit, that shit was like a wildfire. Yeah. If you haven't played, what? The, I was just thinking, I was thinking about skaters. So yesterday all my buddies came over to the crib just to like see the house and uh, they're all, <laughs> they're all standing in Max's room and our ceilings are, we have probably eight foot ceilings. So they're not like low, low, but I, I can touch my ceiling, you know? And in Max's room, she was sitting on the floor and there were like nine, six foot men in her room. It was just funny looking because I was just like, holy shit. She probably, I don't know. It just looked like Titans were in her room to her. I yeah, bet. yeah, just yeah. That's crazy. Nine dudes wearing all black standing there <laughs> just looking down on her. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony Hawk, man. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Uh, and for my third pick... Uh, I'm going to go the the route of a ninja game. I loved this game. I never, the only time I ever beat this game, you know what? I'm switching my pick right now. I'm, oh, picking, shit. Al- I'm picking Altered Beast. I forgot about Altered oh, Beast until just now. Is. Altered Beast is, a, it's a game. It was on Sega and then it, they made an arcade version, obviously. But you start off, there's five worlds uh, and there's three levels in each world. And throughout the levels you you like these two-headed dogs run at you and you punch these dogs and then these power balls come out and if you get three power balls you turn from a man into a beast so there's like the first one you turn into like a werewolf the second one you're like a flying dragon the third one you're a bear right fourth one you're a tiger and it's like um, kind of golden axe-esque it's a lot like golden axe yes and yeah it was always my favorite because one thing i could never beat it so it always kept me interested it was very frustrating but it always held my attention because I was like, you know, I, you could never do the thing. And then I found out that my brother-in-law has it on Sega. I found that out last Christmas. And so I looked up a cheat code and I beat it. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. It's been 30 years. I haven't beat this game. So 
Are um, you, are you, were you one of those kids who would like get mad and like break the remote and like yell? Yes. Yeah. I did that over Tony Hawk a lot. I probably broke four or five uh, PlayStation controllers, but yeah. What? There's a common, there was always, there was one in every circle. Oh, there was about wow. six in my circle. Holes in the wall. I mean. Oh my God. Was your mom not like pissed having to replace those controllers? Like those are expensive. They weren't, they were it like, wasn't always because of the game. One time it was because I got dumped while I was playing it on the phone. And I just flipped uh, out and broke the controller. <laughs> oh God. Dang. I'm glad you're married too. Dude, yeah. I'm so happy to be done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm thrilled about it. Altered Beast looks great. The cover art goes so hard and just like the pixel art looks really cool oh it's the best dude it is i don't know when it whenever we end up getting to take like a vacation vacation we'll we should have be fun to play all these video games sometime like just bring an old console and get like an Airbnb. oh yeah, yeah man um yeah anyway altered beast i love it uh i'm never actually beat it i'm going to one of these days but that is my uh third pick now david if you would please bless us with your third and fourth picks mm. For old okay. Nicky Cage. My third pick. This is weird, but I think he just actually. This isn't even funny. I think that he could just do it. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying, because that's kind of like family man. Yeah, and I just it, that's kind of like a family man, right? And I just could I just imagine him, your money's not here. It's in Ned's house, in Jake's house. <laughs> no, I I, I just I feel like he could do agree. a Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. I I'm with you, man. I I think he's absolutely got that in the bag if he needs it. And maybe it's like also because they have similar bodies. Sure. And they that just might also be. They're kind of goofy, you know? Him and Jim, Jimmy Stewart was kind of goofy. Just he had was like he? a rubbery face, kind of. I think so. Who knows? He had a funny he had a funny voice. <laughs> oh, get you the moon, Sally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got a better Jimmy Stewart than I thought you did. What I, is so it's a wonderful life? Think. Is that the one that's like Scrooge? Or is that Miracle on 34th Street? Uh, that's the one is Zuzu's petals. He finds out what the world would be like if he was never born. Yeah. So kind of like Scrooge, right? Is it? Yeah, it's, you know, it's all that. Or am I thinking of Miracle on 34th Street? A Miracle on 34th Street is the Santa Claus movie. Okay. I'm with the little kid. Uh, it's like George Bailey. He wants to, he wants to be a traveler and he's going to, he's going to do it. He saves up all his money. He doesn't mm -hmm. go to college. He stays and works for his dad. And then when he's going to go to college, the stock market crashes and he has to stay in town and like help everybody. And then he gets to the end of his rope, runs out of money or whatever, and he tries to kill himself. And then an angel saves him from the water and is like, I'm going to show you what it's like if you'd never been born. And then he goes through the town and sees everybody that he loves and how bad it would be if he was never around. Whoa. That could also be a DMX song if you described it to me. I'd be like, I could see it being it, either one of those. It's, it's, I think it was, it had a heavily, heavy influence. I got I'll a question for you. So if you could do this, and now you, in this scenario, this, you're, it's not revealed to you when you're going to die. Okay. So you don't know that. <laughs> Thank but God. That, if you could, if I knew when I was going to die, I'd go nuts. I would too. So It'd if you could, wild. though, would you watch your funeral? So if you were given the option right now, but nah. you don't know when you're going to die. You, so it doesn't reveal that. So you, this no. is just like, whenever you die, this is what your funeral is going to be like. You wouldn't no. want to see? No. I kind of would. It's not I want to see me. who's there. It's no, not for me. It's not for you. Don't you want to, don't you want to see like how, how big of a, I don't know, impact nah. you had? Like what people say? Who shows no. up? No. I lived it. I yeah. think I have a pretty decent scope of things. Yeah, I, I just, No. 
I don't. I. I, I also wouldn't want to watch the people. I wouldn't want to watch my loved ones. Be yeah, that the people out. I love actively mourning me. I. 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 That would. That's, that's kind of. That seems like the worst part of. You know what I mean? Especially because it's like you wouldn't tell me when it was, but then what if I go to watch it and like, oh fuck, my mom's there. So you know that you outlive your or that you yeah you're, you're, or some shit yeah. like that. You know what I, I mean? Gotcha. Like it just I gotcha. feels fraught with peril. You're right. That's why you know you definitely. I'm not doing it either. Thanks for shedding some light on that. So if you knew you were gonna die, say you had like a week, uh, yeah. what crazy <laughs> stuff would you get into? Every, every I don't even I want mean, to say it out loud. I'd be too scared to really do anything, but I would go. Not me. Some people would get murked. Well, that depends if there's a heaven or a hell. I don't. I'm taking them with me. <laughs> a week's a week's worth of killing could do a lot of good in this world. Is in this all scenario, I'm can, it, can I? So in this scenario, I do not have a daughter. Because I have unlimited resources, right? Sure. Well, you can just go get them. You, what do you, you go steal? But in this scenario, oh, I don't yeah. have a daughter or a wife, and I would go much crazier. If I do, if I knew that now, I'd just be like, I would hold Max the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't, because I just feel like going and seeing stuff is like, nah. If I only have a week, it doesn't, I already did what I lived my life. You know what I mean? It's like, what does it matter if I didn't see the Eiffel? Well, I have seen the Eiffel Tower. What does Stop it matter it. if I didn't see Way the- Way to sneak that the, in. The, oh, yeah. What, if it ha- <laughs> what, if it, what does it matter if I didn't see the-, the pa- Like, I just think there's some good that, like, you know, like, who knows what our next president is going to be? What if somebody needs to take him out? <laughs> <laughs> or just, not, not even just that, just like- I think I'd go full trying to right some wrongs. Maybe. I would. T- I suppose I would try to do, if I could, if there was anything I could think of that I knew would have like a lasting good impact somehow, maybe. I, I don't know. How, I don't know what that would be, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Go have a serious talk with some people that I know are bad, ruining lives and some, I don't know. Try to do some good stuff, but I'd probably also just eat a bunch of like shitty food. Maybe go skydiving. Who's to say? Yeah. See what a car accident, like see what a real car accident feels like. Like just go. Wait, wait what? what? Unfortunately, that's something. That's something <laughs> oh, I might do. You weren't what? ready for that either, right, Marissa? No. What? I, you, I don't know what the fuck that I means. I would take, I would do a little road rage experiment, I bet. And I would actually bump into some cars, I think. Like when, you know what I mean? When you're just like, oh, I'd hit that car. Or I wouldn't let somebody merge and see what happens. Like that kind of stuff. Oh man, traffic! You and Ian—that shit really fucks with you guys. Oh, I go crazy. I don't know why. It's a lack of common, like common courtesy that drives me bananas. But yeah, I'd go. I'd see what another it, thing we, you said. See what a real car accident would feel like. That's pretty <laughs> wild. Another thing would be maybe just go hang out in high tension areas and try to defeat like air- airports and just try to catch people being mean to people that work at airports and just step in every single time. Wouldn't that be fun just to spend a day being like, I'm just going to step in every time someone starts flipping out? Yeah. Um, I get to the airport very, very early because <laughs> I'm usually doing international flights. And there's no like Ooh. better sense of calm than when you're doing fine on time and you know, you're know you early and you're good, but uh-huh. everyone around you is like running late for their flights and they're just waiting for the flight. They're waiting for like an airport attendant to be like, okay, are you on this flight? All right, come come through the line with me. Like I'm bringing you out. And everyone's just like praying that like they get to be dragged out of the line, but they're not. Yeah. And everyone's like flipping out and so angry and just standing in line feeling like Zen that I'm okay is like truly a, a, a very that. great sense of peace that I've felt. Would recommend. Just get get to the airport early. Don't be stressed. I can't relate because I have clear, so I smoke that shit to the filter. Mm. I usually show up like 15 minutes before boarding. 
That's nuts. Well, Clear. I have not on international. Oh yeah. But on I fly. I don't want to be in an airport any more than I have to be anymore. I I go early all the time. I like airports. I just hate flying. Me too. Yeah, yeah. but that's because you get all drunk. Uh, yeah, David. <laughs> I'm an adult, wasted at the and I have bar. suit money. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> oh, man. It's fun, man. Uh, anyway, no, so, I don't like being on the plane drunk. No, and I, I don't love. I don't it. like. I don't like landing. I don't like getting off of a plane feeling buzzed. Love I it all. Do love not all. like that feeling at all. Man, I love it. I'm walk. I'm. I'm like skipping when I get off the like really? planes or something. I'm just like, -da -da. I'm so mm -hmm. pumped because you're about to see all your homies. It's totally. It took me a while to learn it too because I was also I was always so broke that like you know buying alcohol on a plane was insane, let alone enough to get drunk. And then I did <laughs> yeah. it a few. And then I did it a few times, and I was like, I don't, I don't like this at all. I, I love I don't it, like man. It. It's like a little captive move. I don't. It's fun. You can't. It's dope. Well, we differ, but um, I'm sure I'll see you have a couple drinks on a plane. One of these days. I I don't think you probably have seen it since we went to Austin together. No. Or, well, I didn't see that. I saw you get oh, off the plane. Where do we go? Where do we go when you were looking at porn in the cab? Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> when you told me the wrong airport. I like That's, how you always leave I'm that out. I'm sorry about that. That was bad. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Because you went to Midway, right? And we went to O'Hare. Yeah. I, I gave Sean the wrong airport like a fucking idiot. Oh, no. Did so you miss the flight? I had to look at porn. No, no, this is when we landed. I just, I booked no, a flight just, to. No, he landed at a different airport than we did. So I was bored looking at porn in the car. That's that's why that happened. So um, <laughs> what a ridiculous tour, thing. Tour takes you weird places. I get it. Your head, I've been on the road. I've only been home for like three days in the past two weeks. And I'm like all wonky. Yeah, man. Uh, hit us with number four. What do you got? Number four, child's play. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's the, he's Chucky. Oh, he's going to be Chucky. Absolutely. Wow. He's, oh, so it's yeah. a little Chucky doll with red hair, but a Nick Cage face, or does he have Nick Cage hair? No, it's Nick Cage body in a in like a <gasps> wig, but okay. everything's the same. Could it be a man doll, like a man-sized no, doll? That's, no, no all right. <laughs> it's just Nick Cage dressed up like Chucky. He's still all moving all weird and all like animatronic. Do they sell man-sized dolls? That aren't made for sex. They're like the dolls you can buy that are just doll. like Wait, what? Or like a like an adult sized doll. You know how there's like what? Chucky dolls. I don't Practic know. Practicing like, CPR. It's either I don't know. Is that there anyone or, that just like wants an adult sized doll for it's anything? That's either not that sex? or fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen lately? Laura and I just looked this up the other night. Have you seen what they're doing with female sex dolls? Yes, very it's much so. It's very crazy. <laughs> I David, look it up real quick. It, One of my favorite real. memes. Uh, yeah, I, I find this stuff so fascinating. Uh, a line that was stuck in my head for a while is saying over 20 pounds of pussy and ass because this was like a label on like a sex doll where it was just like, I the, hate this. it was just like a women's uh, oh. pelvic region and on... And on the box, it says over 20 pounds of pussy and ass. And it makes me laugh so much. I'm going to post it in the chat. I track. hate this. This is, what do they call this? This is like Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It's this way too sucks. realistic. Way too realistic. And it's unfortunate. But it's also not. No, it isn't. You're right. It isn't. It doesn't look like. No, uh, but I don't it, like this at all. It's so unfortunate, though, to think like oh, that. Oh, this makes me feel bad. If you're the kind, if you're getting one of those dolls, that's real enough to make you be like, ah, I don't need a real partner, you know? It's it's tough because they're gnarly. 
I don't know. It's also this one's like three thousand two hundred seventy six dollars. Dream. It's also such a crazy thing to be the talking about. I can hear Maxine. Is that what it's called? I can yeah, hear it, Max like touching the door outside, and I'm in here talking about this. It feels crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's a line. Uh, if, if, if the listeners at home just Google search over twenty pounds of pussy and ass. It's just it's a sticker. <laughs> yeah, just Google on that. the pipe dream extreme, and it makes me laugh so hard. Over twenty pounds of pussy and ass. I get it. Marissa's horny on Maine. Uh, oh yeah, now now thanks to Twitter circles, I could be horny on Maine. These are crazy. <laughs> I don't. This is fucked up, dude. Also, another strange thing is because you know, like foot fetishes are so common. There's like I've seen versions of the pipe dream where it's like a foot, and on the bottom of the foot, there's a like a vagina, so you could you could fuck the foot. This sucks. This sucks. <laughs> this this sucks. I don't like this at all. I'm going to stop looking at this. I'm not looking at this anymore. Well, Nick Cage as a Chucky doll. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I just finally clicked the link. Oh, <laughs> that is insane, dude. No way. Just use your hand. Wait, I'm going to, I have to find this, this fuckable foot. Oh my God. Oh, there's a, there's an ass version too. There's a fuckable oh ass foot? <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a fuckable feet and like one foot has the vagina, the other foot has an asshole. I don't want to click it. I'm going to click it, but I don't like it. Gross. There's feet. Uh, oh, it's- that is graphic. No, nope, <laughs> nope. Everybody, look, it's nope. a pussy. Nope. <laughs> I've also seen no. one that looks like a brain, but the brain has like a vagina, so you could like fuck a brain. Like, man, kinks are weird, man. I have a I have a funny story about these things that I want to tell after. I, I I can't tell it on air, but okay, okay. These things though, nobody wants to have sex with the middle of your leg. They want to do it with your feet, making like the version of a vagina. This has a vagina and a butt. I don't think you can. Like they're. I don't think you can fully say what anybody does or doesn't want to. People want to fuck right. all this stuff. You know what you I mean? Are, you are correct. People, people are out here trying to get it in. I. You're right. Um. Well, I like how we got from Nick Cage being here? a Chucky doll to there. Oh yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nick Cage and Child's Play. I love it. And uh, I. It is time for my fourth pick. Now we will get to that pick shortly after this commercial break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, listen, we all have things that stress us out. If you don't, then hit me in the DMs. Let me know your secret. I have been trying my whole life to figure out what to do about that. We keep them bottled up. You know, it starts to affect you negatively. I don't care who you are. It just does. You take it out on people. Uh, you know, one, one day it's like the dishes are piling up or whatever. And then you're having a you're having a fight over parking space. It just they bottle up and they come out in negative ways. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Everybody has things that bother them. It could be your best friend in the world. It could be your partner. There's always stuff. That's just human nature. And you don't want to bottle it up. You want to tell people. Sometimes you don't want to tell the person because it doesn't really matter that much, you know. But you want to tell someone. You want to feel like you've been hurt. I live in the world. I get how it is. And telling someone, it's always the best. What do you, you know what I mean? You call your best friend, you vent a little bit. You had a rough day at work, you vent. That's what therapy is. It's just somebody who lets you vent and they don't need to vent themselves. Come on, it's perfect. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, like a ton of things these days. It's extremely convenient. You don't got to get up. You don't got to go to the office. You don't got to sit in traffic. You just sit there on the laptop, it's convenient for you. It's flexible. We all got different schedules. You know, you're working nights. They want to work with you. They can help you out. They suit to your schedule. 
You just go out, you fill out a brief questionnaire. Uh, you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes you don't get the right fit right away. They want it to work just as bad as you want it to work. So give it a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything. We were talking about foot pussies and foot buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was gross. Max isn't touching the door anymore. <laughs> Video games. My, it's time for my fourth. Yeah, so my fourth pick... Um, I'm going, this is where I'm going to go the ninja game. I just had to throw Alter Beast in there. But my fourth pick is a game called Shinobi. Anybody oh, yeah, know for Shinobi? Game Gear? Yes. They had it for Sega, Game Gear, and then again, the arcade, like the stand-up version. But it's, to me, it's the most fun ninja game. There's like all the, there's like Ninja Gaiden and stuff. But this, to me, Shinobi is the best. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why it's the best. Probably just because it's the first one I came into contact with. But it. I remember it's, they used to have the arcade version down the street from our house. And my mom, she tells me these stories now, but like she would have to kind of like scrounge for quarters or like get a quarter somehow. And she would take me down to this, I think it was a 7-Eleven, and I would just play Altered Beast. And it's one of my favorite memories like ever as a kid was her taking me down there and showing me this game. And then one day this like big kid came up who was probably 12 or whatever, but to me he was like 40. And he, I could never beat this one boss. And he stepped in. He goes, hey, you want me to show you how to do that? And he beat this dude. His name's Mr. Big. He's the boss in the first. Oh, I thought the kid was like, call me Mr. Big. <laughs> this kid was Mr. Big. Now the boss's name was Mr. Big. And this kid beat him. And I was just like, oh. And then I got this whole new world. Because I didn't really know video games had different levels and shit. You know, because I could just never beat this guy. So uh, it was tight. I love I love that game. Shinobi is the... Do you remember what you were struggling with with the boss? Like, what was the trick to beat the boss? So you had to hit him. His He was a big... He was like three times bigger than you. He's He had armor on, and his eyes were flashing like orange and red. Mm. So obviously, you have to hit him in the eye with your throwing stars. But I would just get real close and keep throwing throwing stars at his legs. <laughs> and they would, they would go like, ting, 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 ting. Mm. You know, I just didn't know it wasn't doing anything. And then this kid's like, you got to hit him in the face. You got to jump, throw a star, and like use a little skill and you only have to hit him like three times and he beat him and i was like whoa because this huge dude just falls down and you're just like i feel so powerful it was it was dank oh yeah uh so shinobi uh and then fifth pick i'm going super mario kart oh great one which one the first one very first one on super nintendo and i'm going battle mode because we used to play at joey's house all the time and adam and rat and joe they all made up names for all the moves you could do and they, they had a whole list of names like uh, there was a Kenny Loggins, there was a No Holds Bard, a No Holds Bunny, um, Scuzz Thorstenizer was one of the names. Like there was, of course, everything had a name, uh, and it was just it was just so fun to play. And they would go, I think I never got to do this, but they would go, they would get like a little Caesar's pizza on lunch break, and they would go play Dr. Mario at Joey's house while they ate pizza, like on lunch break from high school. <laughs> Sounds so sick. Uh, so yeah. Super Mario Kart. That is my fifth and final pick. Now, David, 
you are up. Last pick of the draft, my friend. What do you got? Tyler Perry's Boo or Medea Halloween. <laughs> Who's he going to play? Nicholas Cage is Medea? Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I would love to see what he could. The weird thing about that movie is they're pretty funny. Like, Tyler, people forget, or maybe I forget because I've just known about him. Because my mom used to watch the plays when I was a kid. Because that's how he came up. You remember? Do you guys probably don't remember? No. They were plays, and it used to be the plays were so long and drawn out and religious, but the Medea parts would be so funny. So when they made Boo, it was just like a movie that was all Medea, and it was really funny. Tyler Perry's funny, and I would just love to see Nick Cage just dressed up, just fully caging out. Yeah. No, I is he so does he get to be Medea in the franchise or is it just this one? Just that movie? one movie, just that one. I don't. I'm not going to encourage him to play a black woman for twelve fucking movies. Oh, dude, that's so dank. I would just yeah, and he would probably do all right if you took out the obvious problematic issues. Yeah, just like in a vacuum, and yeah. like do what you want to do with it. The lines are the same, minus certain words, but you do what you want to do with it. I, I, I. I I would love to see it. Could you please have him incorporate somewhere in there? Wash your ass. Just like someone. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I could see Just wash your ass. I could hear him saying it. I could wash your ass for hours. I love it, man. Well, that that is the last pick, the final pick of the draft. Before I recap, Marissa, do you have a pick for either one of these? Yeah, I don't have any for Nick Cage uh, because I just don't really (laughs) have any strong Nick Cage opinions or movie opinions. But I do have a few favorite video games I want to shout out. Um... The first one's pretty obvious. I love Beat Saber. It's just so much fun. There's always new free content being made. And just it's had such a big impact on my life, like because it's exercise. I'm like it's like the fittest I've been, like my mental health is better. And it's just like kind of like snowballed into like so many good things that way. It's I really love playing that game. And then another one of my favorite games is Elite Beat Agents. It was a very silly, strange game for the Nintendo DS. It was like a rhythm game. So you'd, it was like a music game that you tap to the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, super silly. I don't know if I've talked about did it. The, when you were doing it, did the rhythm ever get you or no? Well, it's going to get you. Yeah, it's got to get you. Gonna you got to feel the rhythm to, to okay. play Just it. Just making sure. Wondering if the rhythm ever got you or not. Um, it was like the premise of it is like if someone is in need of help, they can call for the elite beat agents and these elite beat agents are, they look like men in black. Like there's like these guys in sunglasses and black suits. And they're basically just like male cheerleaders that would dance to like solve people's problems. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all the situations were just like so silly. And just the idea of like male cheerleaders coming to like solve people's issues uh, was just very fun. Um, And like I, as someone who like didn't really listen to a lot of different music growing up, like I would only ever hear about songs through music video games. And so like the Elite Beat Agents is my version of like Tony Hawk Pro Skater where where I'll like recognize the song in public and be like, oh, this song was in my video game. Sure. Um, But yeah, very fun, super silly game. Would recommend it. Uh, I always visit it every like six months. And then I also really like Overwatch, but that's a huge... That, that that's uh, definitely not a main pick because half the time I, I always play competitive games and if I lose then I hate the game but if I win and if you're playing really well like it's a really great rush and Overwatch made me understand sports like I don't like sports at all but I do like the sport of Overwatch I'm really into that uh, yeah so those are some three games I want to shout out hell yeah that 
Much more eloquent than I put it. Yeah. Oh, I'll, also I have just a shout out. Someone wanted me to read. This is to Zebo. Uh, happy belated birthday. It's time for a haircut. And that comes from Bempa. Oh, wow. Bempa, why don't, you, why don't you go cut his hair? Or give him some money for a haircut. You feel so strongly about it. Yeah. Happy belated birthday. I also wanted to mention real quick that I will be at the Crocodile in Seattle uh, on June 2nd. It's the Crocodile Club, but the comedy club is called The Hereafter. I'll be there on June 2nd for two shows. And then on uh, the very next day, June 3rd, Ian is going to be at the Crocodile as well for one show. Cop those tickets. Go to either show. You'll be stoked. Trust me. So just get them in any capacity uh, and you will have fun. And come enjoy some live stand-up comedy, Seattle Rules, and we will see you there. So uh, to recap, I went first. I chose Dr. Mario, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Altered Beast, Shinobi, and Super Mario Kart. David Bory, you went second. You chose Nicolas Cage in Jackie Chan's role in Rush Hour. Nicolas Cage as Coach Pete Bell in Blue Chips. Nicolas Cage as Jimmy Stewart's character in It's a Wonderful Life. You wanted Nicolas Cage to be Chucky in Child's Play. And finally, Nicolas Cage was going to be Medea in... Boo, a Medea Halloween. Um, there's tons of fat picks that were left on the board, obviously, but that is not the point of this draft. The point of this draft is just to go back and, uh, you know, throw our two cents in to uh, drafts that we were not on. And yeah, that has been um, that has been it. I think we did a, a good job. Anything else you got to throw in there, Dave? Uh, not me, man. Oh, I can't get on your registry, but maybe we can talk about that afterwards. I'll get you on there. You can just send me cash in the mail. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's much easier. While, while Marissa was on it, there are I, I let this pile up sometimes, so I got a few shout-outs here. Shout-out Josh Garcia from Tom Squires. Shout-out to Stella for just turning six. Good Stella! on you. Adam. Shout-out to Adam from Miles. Shout-out to Antonio from Poppy and Kelly. Damn. And uh, John, Aaron says to wash your ass. That's funny that I just brought that up and haven't said that in a long time. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Shout-out to uh, Sid the Dude. Shout-out to Haji Beats. Shout out to, why do I always do it? Why do I, shout out to Just go Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Haji Beats. Shout out to Saint Sue Carmel. Uh, shout out to everybody in the world for being dank. We love you so much. Uh, and shout out to uh, everybody who's dope. But more important than all that, tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.